<clears throat> Hallelujah. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. Today is a day of victory. The greatest war in human history, a conflict so cosmic in scope, has been won handily by our crucified and risen Lord Jesus Christ. Our enemies, sin, death, and the devil had him in their grasp. He was cornered and he was attacked by them. Jesus was absorbing blow after blow and it looked like all was lost as he fell on the battlefield. For them, his crucifixion meant victory. That we would be under the clutches of the dark forces for good. By submitting himself to the snares of our enemies, Jesus laid a trap of his own for them. Death attacked our Lord on the cross. And by becoming death, Jesus took death with him into the tomb. And though he lay in death's strong bonds while he was in that tomb, death was not strong enough to maintain its grip. Jesus Christ gained victory over death. St. Paul even composed a brief song about it in our, epistle, in our epistle lesson today. It is our song of victory. We see victory in Christ's empty tomb. Three days after Good Friday, Jesus walked out of his tomb. He left death behind. This was a rout, a rout, no question about it, as Jesus got the best of our enemies. Today is all about Jesus, our risen Lord, snatching victory from the jaws of death, wresting away the power of our defeated foes, triumphing over the grave. For any of you, uh, <clears throat> for any of you sports fans out there, Whenever your team wins a game, you often use the first-person language, don't you? You say, we won. We won. Even though you didn't even do anything, you didn't so much as lift a finger, maybe the only thing you did was lift your finger to grab the remote. You say, we won. And while this is a funny example, and we can, we can poke fun at ourselves, it does reveal something true about us. By virtue of living in this sinful world with these bodies of ours that are failing us all too often, we long for a victory that we can do nothing to contribute to. We long for a victory. We need a rescuer outside of us to do for us what we cannot do for ourselves. My friends, this is what Jesus has delivered to us in his resurrection. His victory is our victory. We won. We won. He overcame the grave so that we too overcome the grave as we have been baptized into him. This resurrection changed everything for us. And according to our epistle lesson, it has even changed our view of death. Because Jesus walked out of his tomb, death itself has now become a part of our victory. Death itself is now a part of our victory. Death is still very much here with us, and we contend with its effects, but no longer, Christians, no longer can its threats terrify us. No longer can death drive us to despair. It has now become part of God's redemptive plan to bring about our highest good, to give us eternal life. 
Before the resurrection, the world was captive under death's grip. But now, now because of the empty tomb, death is simply a bondservant to the one who conquered it. One theologian put it this way, said, from a curse, it has changed into a blessing. From a destroyer of all of our happiness, an usher into the happiness that never ends. In Christ's empty tomb, behold your victory. Behold your victory over the tomb. And this is our sure and certain hope, not only for ourselves, but for every Christian who has gone before us. Because we not only see Christ's victory in the empty tomb, we also see Christ's victory at the grave of every Christian. The resurrection carries with it a glorious promise. Those who are in Christ have been connected to him by holy baptism. The washing of water with the word, which cleanses both body and soul. So that at the coming of Christ, these bodies of ours will be changed. They will be transformed to be like Jesus's body. It doesn't matter whether we find ourselves alive on the day that Jesus comes. It doesn't matter if we find ourselves in the grave on the, on the day when Jesus comes. Every one of us will be changed. As St. Paul says in our epistle lesson, we will all be changed in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised imperishable. And this mortal body must put on immortality. So whether we are in the body or whether we are absent from the body, when the Lord returns, it makes no difference. Whether we're perfectly healthy, whether we're falling apart, whether our bodies have turned to dust in their graves, it's no big deal for Christ. He who sits at God's right hand has authority over all things. He has authority over death itself. And Jesus Christ, the living one, will simply speak a word. That's all he has to do. Just as instantly, church, as Adam was given breath by the living God, we will be changed just that quickly in the new creation. And this is the great Easter truth that we cling to even when everything around us screams death. When we face the loss of Christian brothers and sisters, when we visit their graves and when we mourn, when we go through this life with only our memories of them, we can rest assured that we will see them in the body once again. Such is the promise of victory that we have from our Lord. Death could not keep our Lord from exiting the grave. This, the same thing is true of those who believe in his word of promise. This is why Paul sees fit to actually mock death with his little song. He mocks death. Death is swallowed up in victory. Oh, death, where is your victory? Oh, death, where is your sting? Because death has been turned into an errand boy for the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus now uses death to do his bidding. For when you and I face death, it will be a means unto eternal life. Therefore, we can demonstrate and we can celebrate that victory in our everyday lives. 
This resurrection victory plays itself out in our day-to-day living. We go about the Christian life with full confidence in the final result. You know that at the final trumpet, you will not be put to shame. Jesus has delivered you from death's jaws, and now he has equipped you to live with faith and trust in his promise every day as you await your glorious inheritance. And because this victory goes so far in its scope and in its measure, because it goes so far in its scope and measure, you do not have to worry whether your works measure up before God. That's how far this thing has gone. You don't have to worry about that. You can live your life free in your vocation to serve your neighbor. You can give yourself freely to those things that God has given you to do. You can do them with faith towards Christ and his resurrection and with love towards your neighbor. Such a guarantee of of eternal life and salvation means that you can be, according to verse 58 in our reading, it says, steadfast, you can be immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that in the Lord your labor is not in vain. This is the life that you have been baptized into, the life that the Holy Spirit has called you to by the gospel. The Lord Jesus has equipped you to serve his church as you bring blessing to your neighbor, and he will graciously preserve you in his kingdom until the very end, the last day. So this morning, friends, we can join in Paul's song of mockery. We can join in his song that mocks death, our defeated foe. Martin Luther put it this way. He said, we can join in that song and in that way always celebrate Easter, praising and extolling God for a victory that was not won or achieved in battle by us, but was presented and given to us by the mercy of God. He had compassion with our misery from which no one could rescue us. And he sent his son and let him enter our battle. He laid our enemies low and retained the victory. He transferred this victory to us so that we may say it is our victory. And in faith in this, we must cheerfully depart this life until we experience this victory also in our own body. We won. Everybody say, we won. We won. May God bless and preserve you in body and soul unto life everlasting until you attain the final victory promised for you in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. To him be glory forever and ever. Amen.